BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. So we're getting into this I am all in podcast. Hi, I'm Scott Patterson. That's Amy. That's Danielle. That's Tara. Hi, kids. How you doing? Hello. Uh, we're gonna, happy season five. You know, I know this is the the inaugural show of the season cinco, and we're totally excited about it. Um, it's I mean, uh, wow, Scott. Uh, and you know, you know what excites me so much is that One Eleven Productions and iHeartRadio teamed up to bring you this episode. That's what I'm thrilled about. We, we won't forget the synopsis. Wait, Scott, before yes, we yes. get into it, yeah, we all loved the finale. I, yes, dare I say, think this topped the finale. This is a horse of a different color. Yeah. It's, yep. it, it's different. It's just, it's, it is completely a new, it's a new animal. It's, it's a brand new animal. This, it doesn't, it still feels like the old one, but this yeah. is new. This is a new, these are new beginnings. This is a new yeah. continent. This is a, this is new territory for, for me. And I think for the audience, it's like, what are we, what kind of landscapes are we finding now? Yeah. And it's a whole new show. It's just a whole new show. Um, you know what I I would 
venture to say, and you're the expert, mm. all y'all are at the top of your game. You're, you've now got four years under your belt of playing these characters. To me, every single character in this episode was just believable <laughs> all around. Nothing was fake. Nothing seemed, it's like I'm settled into Gilmore world and I'm completely in it with all of you. That was my like vibe. Uh, yeah. You, you know, listen, that's, that's the beauty. That's one of the beauties of the show. And you don't always find that on every show you're on is that the, the acting, the, the quality and the level of the acting and the actors that you're working with uh, is all very high. And mm -hmm. what was really, what really stood out to me is Melissa's performance and how excited she gets and how controlled she is within that excitement and the technique there. And all she, all of the physical comedy that she's doing yes. is connected to reality. It's connected to her character and she's so good. And I had such a well up of welling up of pride that I acted with an Oscar winner and I held my own. I am so happy you brought that up. Yeah. So happy you brought that up. That really fun scene, to watch. that scene, which we'll get to, was the highlight of the episode. I thought so too. I, I really thought felt her. Like, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was in, and that was exactly how the best friend would react to the mm -hmm. friend that's now the boy. Like it was so real, and she was perfect that's an actress that knows what her job is and her job was to do that and to be <laughs> that and the the genuine excitement coming at her yes all those colors flying around and that joy and that timing and she is she's extraordinary isn't she yeah just her talent was on full display there yes i so i i think yeah. we're saying the same thing in that like mm -hmm. Everybody is just in the groove, including Jared Padalecki, yep. who, if you go back to season one, he was good, right? But like this, he always, he's, he's always been good. Yeah. But he's really good now, yeah. even in that scene at the end. Oh, I can't talk about when it. When she's cooking. <laughs> I mean, he's really good in this. His, his, uh, that's tough it's stuff just, to watch. That's tough stuff. To watch in that, I think it was the hardest sit for me. Uh, I mean, great storytelling. Don't get me wrong. I mean, just great storytelling. But boy, that was hard to watch between those two. But anyway, so Danielle, let's let's synopsize since 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 uh, we need to synopsize, and we'll go in order. But All this right. this was a, a, a real treat. Yeah, this is season five, episode one, Say Goodbye to Daisy Miller, air date September 21st, 2004. We pick up right where we left off. Rory's feelings for Dean deepen, creating a rift between her and Lorelai. Suki learns of Lorelai and Luke's kiss and cannot contain her excitement, while Lorelai assures Luke that the kiss was a good thing. Emily formally tells Lorelai and Rory of her separation with Richard and invites Rory to Europe. Mm. Well, to, to sum this up in, let's use a coffee analogy or put it in coffee terms. Thank uh, you, Luke. It looks like, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> sitting at the, uh, in your booth. Let me pull order. up to the counter yeah, while let, you do that. Let's, uh, uh, I, you know, it looks like, uh, it looks like uh, Lorelei 
would like to order a second pot of the loop blend. <laughs> <laughs> looks like <laughs> looks like <laughs> Rory would two like come two, three, four, and five. <laughs> looks like looks like Rory has had two heaping cups of Jared blend and is really conflicted and really likes it. And it oh. looks like Emily is about to change the filter. Oh. And going for some more international flavors. So <laughs> The thing that's so great about this mm-hmm. show, too, that's like mm-hmm. really happening now is how generational we're yeah. seeing three parallel stories with three strong, amazing women that are each unique, even though they're essentially the same story. They're a woman, you know, with their significant other figuring it out doing the dance good and bad and it's like wow those are three things that each of these women are going through and i think the luke and lorelei one is the cleanest one it's the other two are just messes it's It's the entanglements yeah the the entanglements of those bookend relationships but the luke and lorelei thing is clean it's pristine it's yes it's 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 been percolating for a while but it's ready to be served it's adult for all the flaws that both luke and lorelei debatably have they are acting like adults they are vulnerable they are even insecure but they are adults who muddled through that awkward conversation and came out the other side so beautifully thanks to luke too because i think it was luke that really said we need to explain what we're talking, you know, like it was so much innuendo in this dance and, and Luke really calls it out and goes like, wait a minute, you know? And then that was when they got on the same page. They're communicating. Yes. They're communicating while still remaining guarded and keeping their dignity. So what did you think about the technique of, and I get why, because it's been, July, August, three months plus, maybe mm-hmm. June, July, August, almost four months yep, since yep. we've ended. So they do that technique sort of of the back in time with a different perspective. But I'm so curious if they shot, I'm assuming they shot it back sure. in June. Oh, sure. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry, not June, May, which would have been April, March, whatever. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you not. They because- redid it. It had a different feel to it. It had a new feel to it. It had a new director feel to it. Oh, it had a new season five feel to it. Yeah, because I was I was debating that too, but I thought, nah, that's scripted, and they didn't shoot that at the end of season four. That's right, new, especially when they were like in bed. Right, right, right. No, but I'm talking that. about the the dean lurking, the the dean like hanging the other out side of the like the other side of the yeah. house and listening. Right, like right, would they right. know? Would they know when they're filming the season finale what's going to come for the next season? Like, do the like do does Amy have an idea or? You know, I don't recall. Maybe she had those conversations <sighs> with Lauren and Alexis about what was coming and what to prepare for, but. I don't think so. Uh, I didn't, They're both I didn't, directed I, by Amy, by the way. Right, right. right. Yeah. So she, she it's the same may director. have prepped them a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, you know, yeah. I thought it was they, so they, smart. 
you showed up to the table reading and you got the script love- and you got the script the night before and you sort of went through it. And you know we watched this on. two weeks ago, right? But I still needed the refresher. Yeah. So like literally right. I can only imagine the audience who saw this in June or That's whatever right. is now watching in September. It just brings you right back to the feels. Like, you know, like you're like, oh, that did happen. Oh, my God. Well, and then you right, get right, right, right. Yeah. You're a little bit shocked. So genius. But they're in bed together. They're, they're, and you I know, and you're seeing things you didn't see. That's yeah. the most important part because yes. you see how Dean reacted after you saw them in bed before their conversation. Like, and then you see Lorelai talk to Rory right after. Like, you're getting all these nuggets that you didn't get in the finale that's mm. making it makes sense. Yes. For me, it was a 10 out of 10 open because. Yeah. Not only was I getting the recap, which, you know, a a lazy TV show would have just been like previously and given me all that. But this gives me the same scene with a totally different perspective and giving me more of Dean and Rory in bed, which we can talk about because there is sort of an awkwardness. Uh, where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. The touching of the back, (laughs) the petting of the back, rather. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, but I think it was important to film that scene with Dean, uh, Mm -hmm. from Dean's point of view. To let the audience, right. Right, to let the audience know that, hey, you know, this season Uh, or this batch of episodes, this is important stuff for Dean and Roy. Wait, Scott, that is such a good point. And I didn't really realize that until you just said it it mm-hmm. was from dean's point of view like we didn't and he was such a the bad guy right, you know in the right. finale and now you're seeing it from his point of view whoa i just got a little mind blown with that like that's so but, true but yeah it's like dean has graduated now to being a series regular and a main character that we're going to cover we need to cover his angles we need to mm-hmm. cover his view so they did that so he's really in the story now He's and he part says, of I love you. Oh, yeah. I love you, oh, yeah. Rory. And she says, I love you, too. And the thing that I also love that's so gilmore and genius, just as it's sappy, McSappy, and almost too sappy for me, this, you know, perfect moment. I'm happy. Are you happy? And then she busts out the Candyman. Dan Davis song, Jr., yeah. <laughs> to give me, instead of that, and it just gave me that, ah, ha, ha, ha. You uh-huh. know, like, it was like, it just was that moment you needed in this sort of yeah. lovey situation that also is you're like so tense about it because you're like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I know that that oh go ahead no go ahead I know that song is going to come back to haunt us though I'm like well, that song to say, is going to come know, back do you know in what a the significance scene. do you know what the significance is is it was the first movie they watched together oh, oh. Mm-hmm. when they had a date at. Rory's house with Laura. Really? really? That but was the film they yeah. want? Well, so wait a minute. What was the film? The can oh Charlie Candy and the Man. Chocolate Factory. Charlie and Chocolate. Oh, so that's oh. the Wait, is that gonna say Candyman, the, the the horror film? Oh no, it's a song from Charlie <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. Gotcha. God, I thought of the horror film too. Wait, Candy, like Candy Sammy Man. Davis song Candyman is in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. That's good. Are you sure? Knowledge. That's a good piece yeah. of pop culture uh knowledge right there. Hold on, Tara, me, now, now I'm second guessing I'm myself. I'm throwing a flag down. I'm throwing a flag down. I'll <sighs> bet you two dollars you're wrong. I'll help you. Candyman isn't. I mean, it would make sense. It's yeah. kind of a upbeat song. You're right. Yeah, and they did watch Willy Wonka. That was Thank their first movie. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, Tara, yes. I owe you two dollars. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. 
Add a couple of zeros. Whoa, I think that's what great. Tara was thinking about. Hmm? Tara with the win there. Yeah, good pop culture victory. Really, a big victory, Scott. Yes, a victory. <laughs> Tara got a victory. You got a pop culture. Oh my god! Tara got a real W. She's she's gonna have to. She's got special privileges now when we do pop culture. <laughs> We're gonna have to get out of her way. I'm not that good at pop pop culture. Don't give <laughs> You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan, and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on straight talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight talk unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much. You'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What did you think of the I'm happy, are you happy moment? I'm happy, are you happy? I hated the, this is, this right here is the textbook definition of a perfect moment. I'm like, uh, it's not perfect, dude. Not, I don't know what to yeah. tell no, no, you. No, 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 but, but, it, but it was, but it was. Mm-hmm. And they had to do that because they were both going back into the real world where that kind of thing ain't kosher. And yeah. they're going right. to both get a, you know, they they have this moment of 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 real love for one another, but the timing is so bad. He's married; it's not what they should be doing. And right. they're going to return to their their perspective worlds and really take heat for it, which they should. Yes, right? return to their respective mm-hmm. worlds. But their and fantasy, that is exactly right. They're, they're living out their fantasy in the real world and it feels good for the moment, but boy, there are consequences. Boy, they, they, have you, they both have you ever wanted Rory to have a full bed more though. The twin was just so <laughs> same, even a full, I would have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> so would have been I mean, a different, her different childhood scene. bedroom. So I kind of get it, but uh, she called it been, out too. It would have been better like... if they were in a Vegas penthouse with uh, <laughs> a huge rotating bed. And, yeah. My God, a Vegas penthouse. That brings up a good point, though, Scott. I understand it was in the heat of the moment, but like, who really? I just don't think Rory's doing that in her childhood bedroom. Like, why didn't they just find a room at the inn? I know there wasn't one, but it was well, just they like, uh, they yacked it out and in Miss Patty's on an Al Gilbert record. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh my God. Yeah, I was we'll gonna to say that, that is <laughs> you, you know crazy. What I mean? But so oh. I don't know. I, I mean, I well, feel he, like that's like a pretty him. normal thing to do. But I think, yeah. didn't don't you think Rory, for her first time, wanted to feel super safe in her yeah. childhood? But yeah. he also yeah. followed. He also followed her. It's not like she had planned that. Like not in that moment. So, somebody asked um, this on Instagram. What was he doing there? Hmm. She ran home to get the CDs. Yeah. What was he doing there? Or did he just go over to get to her? I think he just went over to because get to her. Because of the almost kiss. Probably no, I have to pull up the script. Yeah, but I think if, if it was my guess, he probably was like, this is a moment I have alone with her. Not for that reason, but right. to talk to she her. Says you know? did- he, she, her lie to Lorelai is he came to borrow something. But yeah. like, we don't ever really learn why was he there other than he must have just followed her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think we know. No. 
Well. And then we do see the mystery door on the deck, right? Didn't we learn that that door wasn't actually always there, that they had to create it for those scenes that are shot on the deck? You um, know no, how it scene- was it was there, but it wasn't dressed. As oh, it wasn't dressed. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then they dress it so they right. can shoot those scenes. There's yeah. only a, a minor amount of scenes that take place on that deck. Yeah, that was on a soundstage. So that was on a soundstage. They had to do that. Mm-hmm. And it still is painful for me when Lindsay answers. It's like, oh, oh. I know. Well, it's, it's, I mean, we're jumping, but it's a, it's not really, I don't know. You never got to know Lindsay at all. I mean, you didn't. they didn't show Lindsay in a very good light. Uh, and then and then finally, now now we get to see her in her element and we, sympath- we right. start sympathizing with her. Yeah. Yes. And now she I'm would- feeling guilty. It's like, geez, man, you know, she's pretty sweet kid. And she yeah. was so you know, she's good try- this episode. She's trying so hard. And, you know, it, there was something. Lorelai told to him she was there getting CDs. Oh, oh so yeah. Lorelai told, Dean just showed up. Lorelai told him she was. That's so. That was the excuse. All right. So, so they almost had. They almost had the. Rory was there getting the CDs. So they almost had the kiss at the end. Remember? So there was this like sexual tension between the two of them. Then Lorelai sends Rory to go home to get CDs for the inn and tells Dean that. Oh, Rory went home to get some CDs. So then he went to the house. That's right. But there was no reason. There wasn't like go help her find a CD. It's just Stars Hollow. It's not like they're on other the other side of the world and they're you know sniffing each other out. It's inevitable. (laughs) The love is so powerful. They're in the same town. He's down the street. Isn't the inn super close to the to Rory and Lorelai's? I think so. Yeah, everything's pretty close proximity. Yeah. So okay, before we keep going, all that that we just talked about is before the credits roll like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was a freaking 10 out of 10 that was a great yeah. opening it was different kind of opening it was a little shocking yeah to see our beloved rory you know yep. in her birthday suit and, and that with, was yes indeed with dean it was like this is a different show is this gilmore girls what's going on here this is getting a little steamy okay, things are getting down? steamy in stars hollow so Scott, I yeah. want to analyze that for a minute because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm not an adult and I've watched like adult shows, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for some reason on this one, whenever anyone is like, other than Kirk, nude, <laughs> naked, whatever word he is, <laughs> remember I got weird when Lorelai was all sexy, sexy in her negligee with like mm-hmm. Digger. And now it's, is that because this is such a wholesome show? Like I literally- I, th- like, I, I, I think you're asking the question, why does- why does nudity and sexuality feel so wrong in this show? <laughs> sort of. That's the question you're asking. And the <laughs> yeah. answer is because it does. Yeah. Because this show is not about sexuality. And right, yeah. right. It's about growth. It's about yeah. time passing in a small town and a community that supports each other. Has But this is, you know, the natural. You've got to stay true to these characters, right? I mean, they're going to have, if they don't have these experiences, it's going to be a little odd. And another thing I found a little jarring is that you take uh, Lane away from her mom and it's a lot less entertaining. Not that 
Keiko isn't great or Lane isn't great by herself, but we'll get into that. You yeah, know what I'm I want to debate but, that because I have some thoughts on, right. on Lane that are uh, different on that. Okay. I, I think I think that sexualizing these characters um, is risky. I think it's a real risk. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, and even like when when Suki's pregnant, it's so like, did the stork do it? Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you yeah. Don't ever, it's like a it's musical. Just, it's like a Broadway musical. It's so it's like such vomiting sunshine all over the place. Yeah, the show doesn't go there like that. The show doesn't go there exactly. And 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 you, you couldn't have hit the nail more on the head um, by Not bringing the kissing. This up. We get a lot of kissing, right? So right. it's very, but it, yeah, it's 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 the tease, it's the building up to it, it's all of right. that wholesome, it's PG, right? Right? No, it's no, right? G, right? It's like when you Snow drop white and right. Prince Charming uh-huh. G rated, yeah. yeah, man. So when you have Rory naked in bed, boy, that G, having that sex G, with a married guy, that G feels like, like a double X on a PG show like yeah. this, doesn't it? I mean, let's oh, play yeah, alpha, yeah. the alphabet game. Scott, yes, it suddenly feels like porny or something. Yes, like, it does. And when she, <laughs> when she even said to Lane in that scene, you know, getting yakadoodled in Miss Patty's over now, yes. Al, Al Gilbert record. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did that just come out of her yeah. mouth? I totally yeah. agree. It's so. Oh, and once you do it once, you got the hang of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to die. Yes, Danielle. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, god damn it. But I sort of cringe to love it. Like I'm all right. oh I, I love it. That's okay, really so that's, that, that's a hell of an opening uh I, I mean, mean it's like just we've been, just pu- we've been waiting for this, just go ahead and punch us in the face about 20 times. Have a nice summer, come? boom, here. We've all been talking for what? How long uh, 20 minutes and we're just to the credits. Yeah, That's wow. how major that opening is. So I did notice there's just a yeah. few new clips in the credits, but the credits are basically the same <clears throat> as we've had. Like there wasn't anything too new or in, do you know what I'm talking about? In the opening credits, they yeah. were basically the same. I, I saw a little bit, a couple new clips anyway. Okay. So now we go to now the got, Gilmore's. Yeah. So we've got Richard and Emily just solo uh, traipsing around the house going down to the cellar, getting the European luggage, making a mess. They're having the big fight. She calls out Penelin Lott. Uh, she's going to go to Europe and have two glasses of wine. She's dragging her Louis Vuittons around. She's mm-hmm. stuck in the cellar, crawling at the no. window. The, the security comes. It's just a mess. The yeah. banter was so good, though. <laughs> it was... <laughs> They were the, one of my favorite lines. I actually wrote it down. I'll just say my favorite line because Richard goes, only prostitutes have two glasses of wine at lunch. And Emily goes, well, then buy me a boa and drive me to Reno because I'm open for business. Yeah, there's this so funny. There's yeah. this part where she's they're like arguing and she's storming through the house. And there's just this like palm tree right here. And she just <laughs> hits the palm tree and just keeps walking. And I'm like, that was so good. Was so I, good. Yeah. I just couldn't believe when she's taking her skirt off, crawling out the window they're just unhinged it's so but, the opposite of richard and emily you know who she brings up again is penelin lot yeah. it's crazy it's, that penelin only had one episode i agree with you danielle she's one so appearance and she's crazy one of the, yes tara so significant one appearance so 
I don't like when mom and dad fight. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't like the Gilmore's fighting. It's so, I like to watch it. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm not enjoying this scene, but, but I don't like it. Like they've been together 39 years. Like. Do we think Richard shut the door, like locked it or it was just jammed? I thought he locked I it. I for sure think he locked it. Because then he started playing piano right after. He's like, I can't oh, hear anything. Let her stay I am in glad there. to know that Richard's moving into the pool house. We're done with this, like, Emily living at a hotel. But you know what was so re- hashtag relatable? So I'm from a small town, too. And, like, anytime the police are called, it does end up in the police blotter. I don't know if it's called the police blotter, but it's like the... Mm. Column in the logo. My town had this and that written by Edith Blez. Not kidding. <laughs> what was this and that? All the police calls? Just anything that happened. There weren't very many police calls in that town. So one like a squirrel I, I, got out of control and ate some hedges or something. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund. With a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs, from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4 14 24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I digress, but one time I couldn't find my mom. She was just not answering the phone and not answering the phone. And I'm just panicking and panicking. So I, you know, we live in a little small town. So I call the police and I'm like, not 911. Obviously I knew what I was doing. I called the police and I'm like, I, I can't find my mom. And they're like, oh, we'll go do a wellness check. Probably picturing like a 90 year old lady. My mom is like, not, she's like very young. Turns out she was over at the neighbors. So the police are knocking on all the doors because they can't find her. And the one neighbor's like, oh, she's down at that neighbor's. And the the police show up there. And my mom has her little like cocktail and she's over at the neighbors and she looks around and she's like, I forgot my cell phone. I'm going to be in trouble and goes running home and calls us. And she's like, I'm going to end up in the paper. Like, (laughs) (laughs) So it's just hashtag relatable. Like if you're in a small town, that was Mm -hmm. real. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think there is a lot of significance with this scene in particular. But but I'm sorry, but they're talking about Hartford. They're in Hartford. That's not a small town. So that's different. It's small enough. It's small community. Yeah. It's not Chicago. It's not Stars Hollow. You know what I mean? True. That would be even crazier, right? Yeah. What the heck is she she even talking about? A police blotter in Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut. It's it's like, does that exist? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Ours is in the Contra Costa Sun, and that would be all the five communities, and it has like the police calls. And literally, it could have been like wellness check on grandma. She was down at the neighbors having a cocktail. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. That no, uh, crap was real. Yeah, I was. What uh, was harsh was Scott. What did you think of? No, you're no longer the woman I married. Ooh. Uh, it, it's a tough sit. That's a tough and one. She has yeah. sort of a clap back, right? I, 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 yeah, I don't like seeing that. You know, this is what I was about to say. I don't like. I, I think this scene just really puts Emily's thought process front and center because it's like after thirty nine years of marriage, she actually doesn't know what her marriage is anymore. And with when after Richard said that, she said. The woman you married was your partner. You respected her. You consulted her. I'm definitely not the woman you married anymore. And like, I think she's like taking that to heart. And she's like, you know what? I, 
I'm not that person to him anymore. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'm going to rebel and do my own thing. Okay, great. It's all great. Yay. Great issues. Let's talk about them. But Gilmore Girls is a... If Gilmore Girls were a city, uh, Emily and Richard be, would be one of the tallest and strongest and most dependable yes, buildings. Yes, I agree with you, Scott. I agree with you. I mean, you've got the you've got the uh, the Lorelei Rory building. You've got you know that's yeah. the biggest. And I don't understand why they want to tear this down. I agree with you there. We're used to everyone else like being it. kind of messy and having their issues. Gotta, have, you Whereas, gotta have you gotta have one safe port. Why do I kind of like it? Steady. Like the safe port to me is Luke. Like, why oh, do I kind of like you Emily really and Richard? Would, wouldn't you look at her? Look at her. I, no, I but it's, it's like oh, I like it. No, you, you know, Danielle makes an interesting point, Scott. What do you think of that? That for her, Luke is the steady pillar. That it isn't actually Emily and Richard. That it's Luke. I don't know where I stand on that, but I think that's interesting. But as an individual, as an institution oh, no, in that town. But I'm, what I'm talking about is family, and he's mm -hmm. not family. I mean, he is by way of extension, extended family. But it, but I'm talking about you know one of the pillars of the show is that house, that relationship, Richard and Emily. You know, providing stability, providing uh, port during the storm for both Rory and, 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 and Lorelai, no matter how triggered they are by their past with. Mm -hmm. So now that it's being deconstructed, it's, uh, it's a little confusing for me as an audience. Yeah. yeah. And it I don't is. like it. I don't want to, I don't, I do not want to take this journey as an audience. I'm like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to see what happens in Europe. I, I ho hoping they get together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what's going I, to be interesting tara don't you think that like as this season goes these will be really interesting conversations because you and i know what happens yes i, I think i'm not going to give anything away but this season i think is a big change and kind of where i my perspective changes on a lot of the characters because of the conversations and things that happen. And I'll be honest, like my first time watching this season through, I didn't like it. Be I think because there's so much that happens it, and we're- It's my okay, I'm taking my season. I'm taking my cans off. I'm not listening. <laughs> oh, I'm no, listening. Just, no, 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 Scott, I don't come, come back. Scott, come them. back. You're okay. You're okay. Come okay, back. Can I come back now? Poor Scott. Yeah, come back. I'm, I'm shivering in the backyard. I'm shaking. <laughs> hiding behind a tree. This is my, Scott, this is my most favorite season of the whole series by okay. far. Right. Yeah, I think I, I did say that just because I think it was kind of a shock in the beginning. But we're also I think my first time watching it through, I wasn't sitting and going one by one like I really binged it through, you know, yeah. so it'll be different having these conversations. Um, but uh, I was also going to say that I think with Emily and Richard, it, it's one of those situations where you see them as this picture perfect family or so they're supposed to be. So when something mm -hmm. like this happens, it's like you don't want to see what happens behind closed doors. Like you kind of want to keep them like they've been married for 30 some years and they're perfect and they're, they have everything, you know, their head yeah. on but their who shoulders. Who wants to watch perfect? I don't know. I know. Right. But that's why it's like, it's like <laughs> shocking. I, enjoy, I, I mean, not that I enjoy them fighting, but like, I, I like the scenes that they were having, but it's hard right. to be like, oh, they're going through something just like everyone else. I agree with you. There's, there's a, there's a, there's something to be said for 
um, you know, depicting reality in that way where it's entertaining. And of course, they can stay together and still fight and still fight and disagree and have their, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. still be the bedrock and still stay together. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if, if people listening in, um, let us know how you feel about this. Did it trigger you? What were, you know, cause yeah. not everybody, you know, a lot of, you know, what 50, 60% of the audience came from broken homes. Right. Um, and how, how did this trigger you? How did, how did this impact you? This, uh, what's going on with Richard and Emily, because it doesn't sit well with me. And I think you can, you can have them together and fighting and working out their issues, but have them working out their issues because that's what the show is. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why this is so jarring because now we're getting sexualized character. We're, you know, it's like the real world is encroaching on our little fairy tale show here. And, and I personally think it's the wrong direction to go. I'm still going to go. I'm still entertained by the episode. I still think it's great, but this is a whole different animal in my opinion. And I don't know if I'm going to like it as much as I like season four. I'll be interested. Oh, I would love to venture that (sighs) you will, you will have a hard go and then you're going to love it. (laughs) Richard is definitely showing up in, in Europe. Don't worry. Oh, what are you telling me? Why? <laughs> Why? Well, I don't want to know. Yeah, he probably no. doesn't. It's just uh, my yeah, my yeah, uh, interesting is like my prediction. Still, you know, we're still in the. What same is he gonna? Night. Is he gonna roll up on a gondola in Venice with Dean? No, he's gonna or say, or "Lorelai, Lorelai, <laughs> Lorelai we need to go back to Europe and get our girls." Wait, and then they both get so on a right, plane. Still the same night. <laughs> yeah, Amy's like we're still on the same night from it's the end of season four. All right, so we'll probably have to do a three-parter on this one. (laughs) (laughs) But it is still the same night. So then they go back to the inn, and Kirk is on the couch with all the rose, what are those called? Rose prickles? Thorns? Rose prickles. What? What? Thorns, sorry. Yeah. Rose pickles? Pickles. What the heck are you talking about? What are you you smoking up there in the Northern California area? Is it in the air? So Luke and Lorelai are now back at the inn together, right? And it's like, this is where we have the scene that's just so phenomenal, right? Because Kirk has seen them kissing. And so he says... You know, I went running out past Luke and Lorelai kissing. And he's like, wait, excuse me? Like, what? Uh Like, and so then you get that moment between Luke and Suki that was the best moment we've ever seen between the two of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, um, it was just a joy to see that. I just, I didn't remember it at all. I do have great memories of, of working with Melissa uh, and that really brought it, brought it all back. You know, what a great scene. She's so good. She, she is great. You know, the challenge working with her was just keeping up with her, you know? And, <laughs> Scott, and it, I think you were amazing in that scene too. And I love how like conscientious, if that's the right word, let her tell you you're so like doing the right thing. Mm. Let her tell you, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to want to blab this around, right. you know. Hey, Luke, and- this is good. <laughs> but what does that say about how he yeah, feels good. about 
the town, their relationship, his friendship. Is he protecting his, is he protecting? I think he's putting her first. And that's what I love. He's saying, I'm not just going to blab this all around or be presumptuous or think mm -hmm. anything. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put her first and defer to her. I, I, that's what I felt he was saying. Yeah. I, I thought he did. Well, he, right you know, I mean, he's not the kind of guy that's going to go skipping down the street and, you know, singing Candyman. <laughs> hey, I'm in love. Hey, everybody. Gather right, around. He doesn't but, seem the, the guy that's going to go on the gram and uh, put it on the gram. Right. He's going to wake up and say, this is the 12-hour anniversary of Luke and Lorelai. <laughs> Party at the gazebo. Free food for everyone. I'm in he's love. He's changing his Facebook status right now. <laughs> I think he just wants to make sure Lorelai is 100% in. Like yeah. she, she's right. like, she wants it. It wasn't just a <clears throat> fluke. Right. And he's perfectly well, well, we'll get into that, but he's like, he's even telling her on the phone call, like, look, if you're not into this, I'm fine with it. You know, it doesn't have to be around. I know he played it off. So cool. He did. He actually did. <laughs> he convinced me that he meant it. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah I'm fine with whatever answer you give me. <laughs> right. And he's just and dying. She, and Suki was so adorable and so supportive and so thrilled about it and i i love when she says luke this is good and he says i hope, hope so. so right he yeah. is yeah. so in but he's also being very respectful of like it's just a kiss so far mm -hmm. like you know yeah he's it's like he's just got called up to the big leagues and he still has to get driven to the airport to take the flight he's not at the airport yet you know so yeah that's a big moment for sure great scene Really great scene. Watched it back a couple of times. Um, yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a great moment. Perfect tone. Very Gilmore. You know, it's uh, it's a very sweet scene. It really is. Um, and right there in one scene, you see why Melissa McCarthy is such a big star. I agree. She was just amazing in this. I mean, it's like so it was obvious before then, but it's like if you needed any more convincing, here's your convincer. This is the final convincer. This 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 one is gifted. So, check this out. So, how were you feeling, Scott, mm -hmm. watching this? Like kind of seeing like this is big and like I just would love to know like when you're watching it, like how what what were you feeling? Other than, yes, this is an amazing scene and Melissa's amazing, but like emotionally about these characters. Um, I, I, you know, the thrill for me was watching her work mm -hmm. and just knowing that I was in a scene with somebody like that. Yeah. Who went yeah. on to do great things and uh, be recognized globally for the talent that she is. And I just feel, I just felt lucky. It's like, wow, this is really cool. You know, yeah, my yeah. kid's going to see this, you know, my grandkids are going to see this. Maybe <laughs> I think the thing about her that I really like is that she never doesn't appreciate Gilmore girls. Mm -hmm. Meaning like when you hear her do interviews, it, it it's always with such fondness, reverence. She always talks about Gilmore girls and you see that with all of them. Milo was just talking about Gilmore. It's like everybody on this show, they're not trying to be like, Oh, don't ask me about that. It's always like, yeah, ask me everything about that. I think everybody misses the work, the intensity of the work and the dialogue. And, you know, it was a unique experience. It really but is. I saw, I saw a clip of Zugri. It's an older clip, but it's not mm -hmm. that old. 
goes out on Fallon. And the first thing he says is like, I hear your team, Jess. I saw that. I just, heard, <laughs> I just saw it the other day, Amy. That's uh, so funny. He uh, looks, Zugri looks so cute when he's doing that. Because you can tell, like, that's a big deal. He's going on Fallon. He's, like, promoting the resident. He's all gussied up. But he so leans in because Fallon was, like, a, is, is a big Gilmore fan. <laughs> so, so I think like, this this would be a good moment right now to uh, end part one and begin part two of four. Yeah, let me give you a little tease about, part, no, first of all, part two of two. <laughs> well, I, I think we're going to have to do a three-part. Can I say one bad word that somebody will bleep? So go ahead. In our next episode, yeah. let's discuss what a <laughs> dean is. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to make it in. You can bleep that, right? Because that's a good tease. Dean's horrible. Look, in the Hannah, just, just I have bleep this. that now so I don't have to like even text that to you. I have yeah, this. Yeah, she'll bleep it. No, bleep that. <laughs> and the <laughs> next... <laughs> The next episode, the next scene that we're about to recap makes me want to do this. Yes, he's such a jerk. Such a jerk. So that's going to wrap up part one. We, uh, I think we're like five minutes into the episode. So this will be a 10-parter. Uh, that's fans on the planet. We'll see you soon. Tune into part two, three, four, and 17. Uh, and just always remember... We, I, and all in. See you next time. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.